0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Topical Brainstorm. This is Christian Larson. I'm here with my co-host, Garrett Fox. How are you doing, Garrett?
1: I'm doing really well. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. It's a nice, nice Sunday. Is it afternoon yet? Yeah, definitely. Nice Sunday Dude. afternoon.
1: Beautiful Sabbath afternoon.
0: <laughs> um, what you been up to this morning?
1: Uh, uh, well, you know, got up, went to church. Watched some football, read a little bit. It's been a been a good day so far.
0: Nice. The Steelers won.
1: They did, really?
0: Yeah. They're 3-0, and actually.
1: Wow. Dude. Yeah, they're,
0: they're doing well.
1: Mike Tomlin's got them in, in shape this year, man. <laughs> Cracked the whip.
0: Well, in reality, Ben Roethlisberger just came back and isn't broken anymore. So
1: yeah. We're
0: actually a good team when we have a decent quarterback.
1: (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. Mason Rudolph, garbage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he had a he had a rough time last year. He's still young. Maybe he'll improve. Regardless, feels good to be three and oh. So
1: yeah. You mean irregardless?
0: Irregardless. (laughs) It feels good to be three and oh (laughs) exactly.
1: Oh that's that's awesome dude.
0: Anyway, we are reviewing another chapter in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And this week, the title um, of this chapter is The Secret of so- uh, Shoot Socrates? Socrates. Socrates. There it is.
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I think I read the wrong chapter then.
0: Are you serious?
1: I, I thought it was a drop of honey. <laughs>
0: Well, I thought we did that one last time.
1: Did we? <laughs> cuz the stories that I read, I definitely had hold, not read before.
0: Hold up, what stories did you read?
1: <laughs> uh Did we do that last time?
0: Maybe maybe I maybe I did. Read maybe the chapter. You, I think you skipped a chapter, dude, cuz it was
1: Did we talk about uh last week? Did we talk about um rockefeller and the strikes that happened and how we handled them
0: oh gosh hold up i, I think don't... you did it wrong if, if that is the case then i read i read a drop of honey and then we just haven't recorded in like two weeks and so i just got ahead in my brain but i definitely thought oh shoot let's see so i just edited Dude, I think you're right.
1: <laughs> yes. Ah, I love being right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Well done. I'm not I'm not an idiot.
0: No, you are not. I uh, I am I am the idiot right now.
1: I'm not going to lie. My heart like dropped when you said that. I was like, "What?" <laughs> wow,
0: for some reason I thought we had already I like I read the other chapter cuz I was like, "Oh, I got to read a cha- I haven't read a chapter in a week." Yeah. Ah. Uh, Kylie just asked if I'm going to put this on the air, and yes,
1: yes, we are. We have to.
0: We're transparent here. <laughs>
1: top we are. You know, we are. We acknowledge our mistakes, and we we lead with them. You know.
0: <laughs> All right, Kylie's going to guest star.
1: All right, sounds My good. My husband is bad at podcasting. <laughs> no, he's not. Come on.
0: All right, that's all she's gonna get to say today. So
1: <laughs> that was not very uplifting. How are you friends with her?
0: <laughs> oh, she can't hear anything you're saying, Garrett. So okay, she has one more. Uh, Garrett Fox's name is actually G.G. Fox.
1: It's true. I just go by Garrett. All my okay. close friends know me as as Garrett, so that's what I go by.
0: That's what he go. Thanks for starring on the show, Kylie. I hope you have ba- hope to have you back sometime.
1: Yeah. all right so we're we're the today's chapter is actually called a drop of honey (laughs) um do you remember the chapter at all do you feel comfortable like let's go for it i think so all right (laughs) that's good because i haven't even read the other chapter that you're talking about
0: (laughs) Uh, i totally maybe i had a dream that we that we recorded a podcast on this because i was convinced that we uh regardless irregardless here we go um that's funny a drop of honey. What did you learn from this chapter, Garrett?
1: Dude, I learned that it's good to, you know, control your, your temper. I've, it made me realize that everyone, like, loses their crap at one point or another, you know? And you mm-hmm. got to keep that in check and just be nice to people because it's going to get you way farther to be nice to people rather than just coming in guns blazing and, you know, yelling and all that jazz.
0: Yeah. Whenever you do that, people just get defensive, right? Yeah. So. I
1: there's actually no have a, I have a story that I'd like to start off with. All right, go. For and it. it's a it's a work story. <laughs> there's a there's a girl I work with, Christian. You actually know her. I'm not going to use her name.
0: Oh yeah, I know
1: she is. You know who I'm referring to though, and um, she likes to tell me what to do all the time. <laughs> And I hate it like because she because the fact that she has no authority over me and or is not the one paying me, I don't think she should be able to tell me what to do because we have the same position and it drives me nuts. And sometimes I let it get to me and I like lash out like quickly, you know, Mm -hmm. like without thinking, like my voice just changes and it's all all of a sudden like stern and I'm I'm just upset and mad. You know, you know what it what it's like. And uh it's the wrong way to handle it, you know? <laughs> like I if I were to calm down and just be like, okay. Like there's a, there's a way to get what I want without being mean to her, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, a quote from this chapter that goes along with that he talks about um well i mean the the title is a drop of honey right and the line that kind of goes with that is apparently this is an old saying that a drop of honey catches more flies than a gallon of gall um which you know obviously in our current society, probably people don't know what gall is for the most part but or have never seen it, as I haven't. Regardless, <laughs> it's true. A little bit of tenderness or even, you know, going back to other principles in, in this book, a smile, little things like that to help start off an interaction in a positive light. Um, anything you want to get out of that interaction is going to go better um, in literally any interaction you could have than if you come in, as you said, guns a blazing and, uh and showing anger or showing negative emotion.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Do you have any stories from your life where you've just gone in guns a blazing <laughs> and it hasn't worked out well? I bet I could ask Kylie. <laughs> well,
0: actually, the, way, the first time I ever talked to my wife, Kylie, it didn't go very well.
1: Oh, I remember um, this story. This is a good I, one. Yeah,
0: I don't know if I've told this story already on this podcast, but uh,
1: not on the pod. But
0: not on the pod. Um, irregardless, <laughs> it was a Halloween party, and she was there with one of her friends who I had I had previously met. Um, and so I walked, and I I'd, I went there by myself. I went a little late. I don't I don't know where you were. You were probably working or something, but. You and me a roommates at the time, as you know. Um, so I walked over to say hi to her friend and to say hi to Kylie. And I had learned something about Kylie. I would learned that she doesn't let anyone else DJ in the car. That was like the one thing I knew about Kylie. And that's, that's harsh kind of, but it's true. She loves her music and she really refuses to let anyone else DJ when she's in the car. So I had heard this. So I walked up and I was just like, so what kind of music do you listen to? To Kylie. And then she said, What kind of music? Well, she's like, Well, you know, she didn't really know how to answer that question because she had no idea. Like, if I only listen to country, right, she's not going to, I'm not going to know the artists if she just like spews out a few of her favorite artists or or rap or whatever it is. So she responded by saying, Well, what, like, name some artists you listen to so I have a reference point. And I was just like, Well, for someone who's so confident in their taste of music, you should you should just be able to name some artists, you know, that was my response, (laughs) which, uh, it was, you know, I said it as a joke, but due to my other problem with smiling and coming off friendly and first impressions, as we've talked about before in this podcast, um, it came off as me just being an absolute jerk. (laughs) So she was just like, well, I don't think we need to have this conversation. And that was like the entire first interaction I had with my wife. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I would say it could have gone better. <laughs> In the long run, it turned out okay. Dude, that's but funny. If I had, um, you know, smiled, maybe she would have realized I was joking, or if I had had a different tone, or obviously if I'd said something different, a lot of ways it could have gone better. A lot of ways that interaction could have been. Um, more positive.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm just thinking like picturing Kylie, just thinking to herself like, Oh man, the goal of that guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably, probably complain to all her roommates.
1: Yeah, probably. That's really funny. Good story, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of another story in my life. Um, I have a lot of stories with like me and my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, we used to just like get our way with brute force, which means he always got his way because he was a jerk and was bigger than me. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely see the, the, um, the upside of using this method of, you know, a little drop of honey. If you start out with like a compliment, or like like you got to just make people think it's their idea. Um, one one of the stories Dale uses is like a this guy that bought a car that wasn't working right, and he kept taking it back to the dealership, and eventually, like they weren't doing anything anything for him in the service department. So he went to the like the owner of the dealership basically, and was like, hey. I bought this car from you guys because like all my friends like you, you have great reviews, you have a great reputation. This is what's happening with my car. Um, I just thought you should know that, um, know about anything that would tarnish your good reputation. And the guy was like, well, like he pretty much made the service guys figure out what was wrong with it. He got involved himself And then he was like, oh, also here, drive my car while yours is getting fixed. So, like, that's crazy, man. That's good service. Yeah. So, the nicer you are to people, the more they want to stick their neck out for you, I guess.
0: For sure. That's a good story. Sorry, I interrupted
1: you. I think a lot of times we don't realize what, what other people have to do and what they have on their plate. Like, we just know... Whenever there's a problem, we just know about that problem, you know. Here's a good example: my my house that I live in is by far the worst managed place I've ever lived in, including the first place and that where we lived together, Alpine Flats. That yeah. place was awful. Well, it's the same management. Yeah, you. Were, <laughs> so you're telling me about that. They they are the worst, but I think if i want like if i was probably nicer to them like went in and talked to them and was like hey this is what's going on with our washer and our dryer and and rent and it was just like nice and was like you guys are doing a lot of properties and you know just let them know that i'm not like a savage i guess that mm-hmm. they would probably be much more willing to go out of their way to fix the things that are wrong and in the house that is falling apart around me.
0: Yeah, if I've learned anything from this book, you're you're right. And if I know anything about those guys, they probably get a ton of complaints. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> because yeah, they're not great at their job. From
1: they're bad. From they're all so I bad. Can tell.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they spend their time, but
1: I don't know where they spend their money either. Like, come on. <laughs> That's a bummer. Pay someone to do a better job. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's weird.
0: I agree with you though. One, one thing he says in this chapter is, uh, it's a, it's a quote from Woodrow Wilson, but he basically says, um, if you come at me with your fists doubled, I can promise you that mine will double as fast as yours. But if you come to me and say, let us sit down and take counsel together And if we differ from each other, understand why it is that we differ, just what the points at issue are, we will presently find that we are not so far apart after all. Yeah. I really, really liked that quote. And I think that's another great mindset to have. Just being able to discuss when you have a disagreement with someone else. Um, Or if you're angry, you know, be able to approach that situation or that person you're angry at um in a not such an emotional manner that it's obvious you're angry um if you're able to discuss it and understand why you know where your disagreements are it's going to be so much more productive than um than just yelling or anything else yeah and i think that applies in in a lot of situations you know like even if for example if i come home from work or if my wife comes home from work she's had a long day she's tired Um, and she just like, says something a little snappy at me, you know, or vice versa. Um, it like, it's really easy to be like, wow, you're, you're grumpy, you know? Yeah. Um, which isn't going to help anything, you know? But if you're just like, Hey, like, what's going on? You seem a little upset. What happened today? Like that, that take that, you know, it's kind of the starting point of the conversation and it can go in two very different ways. Um, But if you can sit back and have that mindset, you know, like, let's figure out what's wrong. Let's figure out why someone's upset. Um, And especially in that situation, you're like, my wife's not going to be mad at me at that point, you know? Yeah. She just needs to, like, vent or something. And um, being able to, like, take the emotion out of it for half a second, think through it logically, and respond in that way, um, I think that's great advice.
1: Yeah. I think that... I think it's a lot more productive to have a conversation between two people as well, rather than like one thing I don't like about let's, let's give the debate, for example, on like a presidential debate that's happening on, on Tuesday. Like it's not in a format to really, that really benefits the American people because it, they it's a, spe, it's a, it's a spectator sport almost, you know? It's a spectacle to behold. Is that? I think that's, I don't think that's right.
0: A spectacle to behold?
1: Can you say that? Does I that make so. sense? Yeah. Okay. Well, because of the fact that they're just trying to, like, one-up each other and just, like, um, they don't give any real solutions. They just kind of uh, try to destroy each other there's no real growth and no real development and there's no real thought in their arguments most of the time Mm -hmm. because they're just trying to tear the other one down. It's a lot more easy or a lot more easy. It's a lot easier to have a conversation with someone, uh, when it's just two people or when everyone is actually focused on learning what everyone has to say.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, the presidential debate is going to be interesting.
1: I'm actually pretty excited for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I am too, in a way. I I mean, I I think I haven't heard anything from Joe Biden except that Trump is evil, right? Like, I haven't heard him put forth anything that he's actually going to do. And the thing is, Trump likes slinging mud as much as anybody. So he's just going to respond and do the exact same thing. (laughs) So I, I think you're right
1: well I think the the one thing I take comfort in in this debate is the fact that well, I don't even know if Joe Biden can get through it man like
0: that'll i don't that'll be i don't
1: take i don't take comfort in that what i like i honestly what's happening to him is is really sad. I don't agree with his politics at all, but i I hate to see like he's just an old guy that's losing his mind like he clearly has early onset dementia and he's running for president like that's it's sad to watch
0: yeah it kind of feels like he's just become a a pawn you know in the bigger oh. scheme of
1: things yeah for sure he's, he's
0: just being used by someone else who wants to get their agenda across
1: yeah could you imagine a world in which politics like actually where politicians actually cared about the people they serve. Like, (laughs) could you imagine that? That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I do think, you know, anyone who goes into politics, I bet, has, you know, good intentions.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's... they, They go in because they have good intentions. I think to stay in, they have to bend their beliefs a lot. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of. Like, I would rather go in two years four years whatever six years um depending on what position you're at and you know do some really good things and stick to my belief system and if i don't get voted in again i'd be okay with that you know that's what i that's how i wish it was but it's not
0: (laughs) well you would get power hungry you know
1: uh, yeah, every everyone does, which I I don't know. I like to think I wouldn't, but I know everyone like says that. You know? So yeah, who
0: knows? I I think yeah, it's tough, and I, you know this book has. I mean, there's some debate debate to whether you know how like effective all these principles are. Um, I think a lot of them. Are, you know, I mean, Doug Carnegie was a salesman at one point, right? A lot of these are like almost sales tricks. Yeah. However, however, I do think that every single principle we've learned has a really good, kind of a really good mindset to be in, you know? Like yeah. in this one, that quote I read, it's like, hey, we have a disagree- a disagreement, let's sit down, let's talk about it. Like, that's a great mindset. I think in every single chapter, there's been a super good mindset you can take That if you can, if you can put that forth into the rest of your life, you're going to be successful in a lot of things. And I I agree. I mean, I would assume that most people who go into politics, you know, have good intentions, but the mindset, once you get in there, just seems so different. And and you're right. I don't think it benefits the, the citizens of our country at all.
1: Yeah. Sad, but that's how it is. What can you do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> or else it would have been done. It, yep.
0: You'd think, though, that if someone ran for president and they were just, like, honest and transparent and, like, nice but convincing and, you know, just like you'd think if someone who just seemed like a decent person ran for president, they would they would make it, right? You'd think
1: that, you'd but... Think it hasn't happened though well i can't say that i i have very limited knowledge like the knowledge i have is limited to the last 25 years yeah, presidential sure. elections at least well that's not true i do know a little bit about like past presidents but most people don't so maybe maybe it's happened maybe we don't know
0: yeah and and going back on history you know it when you look back at george washington abraham lincoln theodore roosevelt at least from del carnegie's perspective and my brother-in-law they seem like they were great dudes right yeah it's like maybe maybe looking back in history some of the later presidents we've had will be looked upon in a more positive light but it doesn't seem like it
1: Yeah. Well, I think at the time as well, the only president that didn't have any controversy around him was basically George Washington. Yeah, that's true. Um, And every president since then, there's been... It's been very polar. There's been at least two sides, you know. Mm -hmm. And you can be a great person uh, and a, a great president even and still have disagreements um like i i can admit that franklin roosevelt was probably a good president and a good man i just didn't agree with his politics you know Mm -hmm. i just don't agree i didn't i don't like the way his political um beliefs affected our country and have affected our country to this day with like big government programs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but I mean that doesn't mean he was a bad person
0: yeah he was, remind me, he was president from like 1932 until 1945 or something like that, right? yeah, he's the
1: one that that got away with like four four terms yeah
0: yeah, and I mean in the you know, he got our country through some tough times.
1: Yeah. You know, and well, I
0: don't. You know, it's, who's to say if, if you know, a Republican or I don't know what the party names were back then. I know they were. Yeah. He was a Democrat,
1: uh, right? It, he he was a Democrat. It was Democratic and Republicans back then as well. Yeah. I guess that started back in like 1860 or something. But yeah, the, the so the Republican Party actually started as with Lincoln. Get get this. Well, yeah, he was like their first guy, but they were um, an abolishment party. Like they wanted to free the slaves. That's where it started. Yeah, that rings a bell. And somewhere along the line, it has become a common belief that they no longer care about people, which is false. It's really weird. Really odd. Just because they're not willing to give, well, they weren't willing to give out money to anyone. Now they are. People think that they just don't care, which is false. Yeah, politics. Teach a man how to fish.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Irregardless, going back to FDR, (laughs) I mean, I
1: die a little bit inside every time you say that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Irregardless, going back to FDR, he. Yeah. You know, he got our country through some tough times, and I'm I'm sure there's you know a huge debate of whether he did a good job or not, and I'm not. I'm not knowledgeable enough on that topic. I know I learned about, you know, all his politics at one point. But, you know, there is a lot to be said that he got us through, you know, like the Great Depression and World War II. And we came out on top of all that, you know? Yeah. It's like he must have been doing something right. And as much as you can disagree with him, as much as politicians disagree today, like I wish they would have just a little bit of this mindset of like, Hey, we probably want the same thing for our country, you know, overall.
1: I I'd, I'd hope so, yeah.
0: Looks like I know we have different ways of accomplishing those goals, but. Yeah. That's just annoying.
1: I agree with that point. I will say if you give a man 16 years to do anything, though, he better have gotten you through some hard times. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, it's crazy. He was also like I think he was the one that was had polio and was in a wheelchair.
0: Yeah, by the end of and, it. And
1: Yeah, and like no one knew because the media covered it up for him. Mm. There's no way any president, Democrat or Republican would get away with that today. Yeah. Like, no way.
0: You'd hope not. It's
1: like it's like the media actually cared about our country back then. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, that's
0: right? yeah. yeah, I mean if, if they're if them covering that up, you know, helped the public believe in a in a leader who was getting us through the war, you know. Yeah. Probably I, good.
1: I don't know when it started, but or or what.
0: Yeah, I mean, started, I, yeah. I learned about that once. I don't remember. I would guess it was his last term or two, right?
1: Yeah. So his last eight years. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyway, a drop of honey, man goes a long way. (laughs) Yeah. Getting back (laughs) on topic.
0: Um, yeah, I think, and I think there are a lot of ways to make a first interaction a little bit sweeter, a little bit better. Um, a lot of things that Dell Carnegie's taught us about are a lot of, you know, just common sense things. Um, but whether you're mad at someone or not, or whether you have a reason to be angry at someone or not, um yeah, there's no reason to go in guns a blazing, right? Yeah. Because for sure. It's just gonna put that person on the defensive, which never gets anywhere.
1: Yeah. Um, so I have a thought um that we could probably close with unless you come up with something else you wanna say. But um, first impressions are really difficult for me. Like I always end up saying something wrong or um, I come off weirdly like not myself. And then after, first dates especially, this happens a lot where I'm just like not myself, you know. And I think the best way to get over that is to just have a lot of first impressions. Like, Mm -hmm. get out and and get to know people and talk to people a lot. And the more first impressions you make, the the sooner you'll get comfortable making good ones on a consistent basis.
0: For sure. Um, You know, practice makes perfect, as they say, Um, which I'm sure some people disagree with that saying too. But... (laughs) I agree. I think you know. I think any of these principles, or any any talent, any skill in general, um, it takes practice. And I agree. I've actually been on a few first dates lately. Not me, but double dating with people <laughs> who were going on a first date. Like me and my wife have been there two actually, two of those in the last few weeks. How'd that go? Um, both of them went pretty well. I think. Uh, yeah, they both went pretty well. Um, it's It was kind of exciting, you know, just to like be on a on a on a date with someone else who was like probably really nervous, you know, and yeah, just like remembering those those emotions. But I agree, you know, you're not going to get better at those at these things from reading a book like you might get tips and you might know how to get better, but you still have to put the work in and practice and just like talk to people and get out of your comfort zone to actually get better at. At any of these social abilities,
1: I agree. Amen. So, how? Uh, well, I I guess like I was gonna ask how does one practice that, but I guess you just really, simply just got to talk to people, you know. Yeah, I think so. All right, let's let's each make a new first impression this week. <laughs> Is that the challenge? That is the challenge. All right. I better write that down. Yeah, I need to as well. <laughs> okay, I'm writing.
0: Man, it's almost
1: October. I know, that's nuts, man. It's crazy. All right, I don't have anything else to add to this chapter.
0: I don't either, since I was prepared for the wrong chapter anyway. So
1: <laughs> That's so funny, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gave him a sneak peek for next week.
1: There you go. <laughs> Sneak peek of next week. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, give us a rating. Maybe leave a nice little uh, note. Has anyone on left with the, a note? Uh, yeah, it says that seven people have, but I it won't let me read them. I don't know how to do that. So. Oh, boy. I think you just need enough before people before they actually show up you know Uh, maybe so well thanks uh also listen to my other yeah listen to my other podcast deeper thinking it's pretty funny i have a few episodes out so yeah
0: thanks everybody see you
1: next time thanks